Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect sponsors or FXBG Public Radio. For additional information, refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm your host, The Madman. And of course, you must be wondering, where have you been, Madman? Like, we missed you last week. It's like, well, that's very kind of you to be thinking of me. But uh, let's see. The short answer is the madman needed a staycation. The long answer is that I want to talk to you about mental health for a little bit. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world these days. Um, you know, you could, there's all sorts of emotions tied up into things like uh, the face masks, the, the COVID, uh, the, how you feel about the president or any politician for that matter. You know, there's a lot of emotion and, and feelings, you know, uh, out there these days. And maybe you, like me, have had trouble getting your medication that you need that keeps you on the straight and narrow, as it were. Because sometimes, you know, the, the medication uh, can run out, you know, supply chains or whatever. There could be all sorts of interesting bureaucratic problems uh, that could result in, you know, uh, medication, you know, uh, being not getting to you in time. And uh, it, can, it can take a toll on somebody who suffers from depression like I do, major depressive disorder. And major depressive disorder is that suicidal kind of depression. And I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there are times the last couple of days I'm thinking, hey, you know, I want to snuff it. I want I'm to done, I'm done with this world. And that's not a happy place to be. There's a fly in the studio. So uh, you see it? You see this? It's around here. It's around here somewhere. And so, you know. Um, I'm, I'm okay now. I'm okay now. Uh, I'm, I got my medication, so I'm, I'm okay now. But, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it, it really can come crashing down on you, especially, especially if you're not the most uh, mentally healthy person in the world. Now, I'm going to tell you, my nickname, the Madman, didn't come from nowhere. You know, that's a, it's a nickname I earned in the Navy for being angry all the time. All the time. And so uh, I'm lucky in the sense that I've been able to um, uh, find a good treatment for myself, but you know, I have to stay on that regimen. You know, even if you don't have any mental health issues like I do, um, you, you could find yourself in some pretty, you know, upsetting emotions in this day and age. You're all, we're all cooped up in the house. You can't go out to Applebee's, you know, it, it's, you can't see your friends. You don't see people smiling on the street corners. You don't, you can't high five people, can't hug people like you used to. And, you know, and this is something that humans need. You know, and people don't want to talk about this a whole lot, about how like during this, uh, this whole lockdown, this whole coronavirus nonsense, you know, that, you know, suicide rates are going up. All right. During this time, you know, and so, you know, people need to work, you know, people need to get out and, you know, live their lives. They need to embrace their friends, you know, and quit fighting each other in the streets and rioting in the streets and burning in the streets. And I think a lot of this anger that goes on with these uh, quote unquote protesters, they're actually rioters. A lot of it comes from the anger of being cooped up. Nobody wants to be cooped up. Humans can't, don't like being in cages. Ask any prisoner. And so I just want to tell you, it's like, you know, you have a support network. Don't be prideful like I was. And don't tell your friends about how you're feeling. I'm not the kind of guy who talks, about pe- talks to people about how, how I'm feeling, you know, a whole lot. All right. Instead, I will sit there and I'll, I'll talk about what I'm thinking, which is a way different thing. And so, you know, you need to go to your support network. I don't, you, if, you have a fa- if you have family, tell them. Tell them. It's like, hey, I'm getting these thoughts like I want to end it. You know, if you have friends, go tell them, you know, hey, I need a hug. 
you know? And if you don't have family, if you don't have friends, you can email me, madman at fxbgpr.com, and I'll send you a virtual hug, all right? Because, I mean, if it, means, if, it, if it means you murdering yourself, I'd rather you get in touch with me instead. But in, in, a, in a real society, in a real community, you should go to your friends and your family, and I bet you have those. And if you don't, email me. By all means. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about mental health and how, you know, you can, uh, you can sometimes really screw up relationships if you are not like all, all together, you know, you need to keep your, your, yourself sane in many ways in order to interact and thrive in this world. So that's all, all I want to talk to you about that. I mean, why listen to me? I'm a madman anyway. You know, I don't even understand. I don't even understand why anyone ever has to clean a shower. All right. The whole thing is self-contained. It's, it, it's, it's designed to be rinsed with water every single use. That's its whole purpose, the shower. Why does it ever get dirty? I don't understand that. You get in there with soap and water. It's constantly rinsing with soap and water, but it still gets dirty. I don't understand how, how that works. Then again, you know, in my car, I do need to get my car washed every time, and even if it rains. So, I, see, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 43 years old. I don't know how these things work. All right, so, you know, take, take, take that with a grain of salt because I'm just a madman after all. You know, and we're weird creatures. We are very strange creatures, humanity. And don't pretend like, you know, just because it's, it's the information age that has made us into strange creatures. All right, it's not the information age. It's not the, uh, it's not the prevailing, <laughs> the internet is before porn kind of thing. It's not, that's not what has made us weird. We have always been weird. All right, the huma- humanity has always been weird. You know, people got in barrels and went over Niagara Falls. Now, I've never been there, but I've heard it is massive. And that, that the power of that river, is it the Niagara River? Hudson River? I don't know. I don't know. The, it's St. Lawrence? I don't know. And so, um, the power of that, people get in barrels and go over it, just for the S and Gs of it, you know? Just for the giggles, you know? We're weird creatures. We've always been weird creatures. This was like in the 1800s people were doing this. In the 1920s, sitting on poles, flagpole sitting, was a thing where people just climb up on a flagpole and sit there for a couple days just because they're bored, just because they're weird. Humans are weird. All right, in the 50s, in the 1950s, people started cramming as many people as they, as they could into phone booths, all right? You know, and thank God television came along because I'm sure that took a lot, of, a lot of people out of that kind of activity, but we've always been weird. You know, the, the appearance of the information age has only made us uh, realize it more. It's almost, it's held up a mirror to our faces, and so we can see how weird we actually are. In the 1960s is when streaking became a big thing. You know how hippies are. They're big into nakedness. I'm a human being. I'm big into nakedness too. We're all weird. We're all hippies, I guess. So the point is, when I think about all these ice bucket challenges and planking and all the like, I know I'm out of date. I would think, I think that we have always been a strange, strange species. All right, you ever been walking in the woods and you see a deer, a deer looks up at you and you surprise the deer and the deer's like, oh, damn. Oh, what's this crazy ass human going to do? Is he going to kill me? He's going to try to fuck me? 
What's up with this? What's this crazy ass human going to do? I don't know what they're going to do. Humans are fucking crazy. That's what the deer's thinking. And he's right. We have always been strange, and the internet reflects that aspect of ourselves back at us, just as the newspaper articles about the poll sitting in the 1920s reflected it back to us. So I don't know why any of us takes anyone else so seriously. We're weird creatures. These people you see out there in the world, they are the polyamory people. They are the OnlyFans people, the grinders, the podcasters. And considering everything I've ever seen in porn, I am in constant awe and amazement that we have evolved this far and created the world that we see it today. So congratulations to all of us, I guess. Excuse me. Wow, I was ranting for 13 minutes. No, like 10 minutes. Um, so I was, I, was, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you watch uh, Tim Pool at all. I, I, I watch a lot of Tim Pool, and um, he's been angry lately. And uh, I dig that. I'm, 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 enjoying, I'm enjoying angry Tim. And uh, so, but he mentioned something uh, a couple days ago on one of his videos where he said, like, when Donald Trump went to North Korea, it's like, it didn't seem like he had any security with him. When he went over into North Korea, like uh, Sheikh Jim, Kim Jong Un, Il's what Un, Il Un, he's in a coma now anyway. So, <coughs> excuse me. Anyway, so look like it looked like he he didn't have any security, but I'm I'm sure there was probably somebody. But he said that um, Tim Pool said, excuse me, that North Korea could have could have feasibly kidnapped Donald Trump at that moment, and so I started thinking about this. All right, I started thinking about this in my head. Um, you remember those what if comic books um, where they would take the stories from like your, like, um, like for example, in the normal Spider-Man universe, uh, Spider-Man failed to save Gwen Stacy's life and that, you know, changed the course of his life. But in the what if comic books, he does save Gwen Stacy and then his life takes a different turn. And so uh, I always like that kind of thing. It's like it, it kind of it mucks with the canon a little bit and lets you wonder what if something else happened? And so I said, what if, you know, when Trump goes over there to beat uh, Kim Jong-un, he goes walking over there, hey, could shake your hand. This is what we do in America when we meet people, shake your hand. Then all of a sudden, three North Korean ninjas jumped out of nowhere, injected with something in the neck, you know, before he could say, what are you tiny assholes doing? You know, an SUV comes rolling, and it slams to a stop. You know, they all shove his orange ass into the back of the SUV, and, you know, and it just takes off, starts running straight towards Pyongyang. And, I, um, and then all of a sudden, as this SUV is taken off, then all the DPRK soldiers, they start coming up and like, trying to stop the hold off the Americans at the demilitarized zone. So what if that happened? God forbid, what if that had happened? Well, I'll tell you the first thing is I would laugh my ass off watching that news clip on the news over and over and over again, because the very idea of it sounds like it would look hilarious. Plus, the amount of balls on Kim Jong-un, impressive move, impressive move. I would find it hilarious if DPRK would sack up like that. After all, I know what, what would be coming next. First of all, Pence and the Joint Chiefs of Staff would do everything they could to con contact anyone in the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. That's DPRK. That's what I'm saying. To politely ask them if they could give us back our president. But they'll probably just let the phone ring. Don't answer. We fuck with them. And in the next, oh, 
six hours, a battle group is already set to engage and destroy the North Korean naval forces. Uh, recon and show of force sorties have all been have been being flown for four hours at that point uh, by the Air Force and Navy. Another in another six hours, there will be Delta Force and SEAL SEALs and other air, airborne special operations guys ready to uh, ready and eager to jump into the Democratic People's Republic of Korea and wreck them. Obviously, I'm kidding. The U.S. wouldn't do that, but I I know that they could. <laughs> Obviously, China is a major issue when it comes to something like that. Uh, which is why the military opinion option is not always is not the best option. Uh, back home in the liberal media, uh, where they already hated Trump, do you think that they would shed any tears for him, or would they feign concern over Trump's fate as everyone can see th- and everyone can see through it because they got they get hostage experts on their shows saying things like, "Oh, political kidnappings rarely result in recovery of the victim," and the headlines would read, "Trump may already be dead." Why? Because the media are just those kinds of assholes. They might have already moved on to why Pence is the newest villain as their narrative. Seriously, though, the U.S. would probably have to negotiate with China, maybe Russia, just to leverage a DPRK to release the orange man. So China and Russia will talk to Kim behind closed doors, and China, the leader guy, will say, I don't want to be a bother, but do you have any honey? And then Putin will throw his arm around Kim Jong-un and say, dude, that was good one. That was good. The stone's on you, eh? <laughs> but I do not think you think this through. You come off, you're coming off as dick. Like supervillain. Like how you say, Dr. Doom? You like Fantastic Four? And Kim, obviously, is a Superman fan because of Lex Luthor. Anyway, I don't know what would happen. Fun to think about, though. Fun to think about, though. Um, no one ever gets hurt in your imagination, you know, just hold your breath, make a wish, count to three, come with me and you'll be. You ever seen the movie, The Postman, Kevin Costner movie, The Postman? The Kevin Costner movie, The Postman. Stop. Oh, yes. Wait a minute. The Postman. I find it to be an underrated movie. Uh, I know the movie can be can seem slow and plodding and even meandering at points, but but I find that it all serves a purpose and and needed to be in the movie. Starts with Kevin Costner as this wandering survivor in this post apocalyptic Fallout world where he scavenges what he can and sometimes performs plays in small towns for a little bit of money and food here and there. So clearly, there are survivors and communities that are springing up, but then dun dun dun. The wholeness show up. Uh, the wholeness show up to this town where he's performing this play, and they show up looking for conscripts for their quote-unquote right-wing authoritarian army led by Je- General Bethlehem. And after a bit of a ruckus, um, uh, Kevin Costner is conscripted into their army and so that they can go through their, uh, their boot camp <laughs> for this army. So the, it's a boot camp of exposition so they can show how the wholeness, and oper- how the wholeness operate and that also that they're dicks. Uh, eventually, Kevin Costner escapes, and he finds refuge in an old mail truck where he finds, you know, mail. <laughs> and so he dis- decides to scam people for, this, for his next meals by pretending to be a mar- mail carrier of the restored United States. And this leads him uh, to accidentally recruiting people for an armed resist- resistance against the wholeness 
And uh, Tom Petty shows up, shows up at some point. God rest his soul. Anyway, I really do like this movie. Um, I really do like this movie. He was trying to scam his way into survival, which anyone might do under such conditions. But he didn't understand the effect of his lies, um, the effect his lies might have con- uh, concerning the, quote, restored United States. Re- restored United States. Because he kept saying, there we have president, President Starkey. He has a saying, stuff's getting better. Stuff's getting better every day. And he's making up all this shit. Anyway. So he, he, he created this fictional restored United States. And this gave people hope and a unifying banner to rally behind. All based upon lines of communications being open because of mail. Now, all the, incidentally, all this takes place in the Pacific Northwest. FYI. Where the current wholeness <laughs> are uh, creating a ruckus. Anyway, so um, there's a um, in the days of the Pony Express, the United States Postal Service was vital to America's progress and development. But we have the internet today. We have FedEx. We have UPS. We have DHL. These people provide better services than the United States Postal Service. Now, I'm not saying Americans will never need the USPS again. I mean, one good solar flare, and we we may all be writing letters by candlelight again very quickly. But do we need it now? What sort of inspiring and patriotic correspondences do you have in your mailbox? It's all well and good to write a romantic American tale centered around the United States Postal Service in a post-apocalyptic world with no electricity, but we have electricity. So for now, do we really need the United States Postal Service? For now? What's in your mailbox? Mm. That's beer and it's delicious. Okay. So um, we got the mailbag today. We got some mail. So um, let's, let's just jump right into it. Um, you can email me at madmanfxbgpr.com. Um, and if you don't want me to put up, um, your email address and generally I won't, I won't put out your information unless you specifically say, you know, you could put my email address out there, but if you send me an email saying, Hey, plug my stuff, blah, 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 my website, my podcast, and it's like, yeah, up yours, but generally I'll keep you anonymous. So let's go to this first email I got, uh, madman. Hey, you should call your show white trash radio. Uh, that's a good idea, but a simple Google search will reveal that there is already a show called White Trash Radio. Plus, it's a pain in the ass to switch Google over to a new name, like when I switched it from Madman Lowercase to Shock Monkey Radio. And wait, wait, wait. It, it occurs to me that you're not simply trying to call me white. You're simply trying to call me White Trash. It's not an actual suggestion. Okay, so um, if that's the case, blow it out your ass. Calling, calling me white trash is racist, by the way. I'm not, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to deal with your microaggression. White trash radio. Okay, here's an angry email, all in caps. Madman! You're going to get people killed by not wearing a mask and telling people you're not, I'm not gonna, ugh. You're going to get people killed by not wearing a mask and telling people that they're, not to wear a mask. Thousands of people are dying, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, here's the thing. I just, miss your, I just miss your smiles. I miss people smiling at me. I miss how, I miss people smiling back at me. 
And that's why I'm not wearing a mask because I get to smile at people. You know, and I miss that. I miss how America is supposed to be. You know, this isn't a shitty Dustin Hoffman movie. I am more worried about car accidents and the plague than I am of the coronavirus. Because the plague is in California, you know, like the bubonic plague, Black Death. <laughs> it's back because they ran that <laughs> the left coast so shitty. <clears throat> okay, one more email before we get into the news work. No one. Madman, um, how do you think the name Karen became the Karen everyone is talking about? Why that name? Love the show. Sincerely, Karen. <laughs> Oh, you poor Karens. Um, you know, I simply, I simply don't know why that name got picked. I mean, every Karen I ever met were, were very nice ladies. I mean, I had a crush on a Karen in middle school with a K. Uh, she had like lots of freckles. I'm, for some reason, like freckled, freckle girls turn me on and vitiligo too. Weird. Um, and uh, in high school, there was a girl with Karen with a C I had a crush on as well. And she had freckles. I have a, I have a thing for redheads and freckles. <laughs> um. And so I, I think that, I think the, 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 I guess it's the hard K, the C sound, the K, K which is, uh, it, 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 alliter it alliterates with the word cunt, like Karen the cunt, you know? And so I just think it's the nature of hum uh, humanity to hang a label on people who behave with such entitlement and aggression, which is the reason why so many of these Karen videos exist. Uh, it's because there's a frightening amount of women out there who feel totally justified to yell, complain, confront, and antagonize other people. See, I totally expect to die alone because America's chock full of women who feel entitled to be busybodies, nosy bitches, self-involved, self-important, fastidious bullies. And that's what they are. And that's why we, the name Karen got dragged through the mud. Because of the behavior of these women. And we all know that those particular females' names were probably not Karen. They're probably like a Cassie or Dana, Tammy. I particularly love when they finally get arrested. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. What to tell. I don't know why that name. We got to hang a label on it. Some, somehow, people they got to label things. I guess we're we're lazy, lazy thinkers, <laughs> humans. We're weird and lazy. Anyway, let's uh, go on to the news worth knowing. Uh, so, of course, I hope you've known about uh, Hurricane Laura it's, uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, now it's uh, hit landfall uh, last night, about early, early this morning, I should say. And I hope that all of you in that in and around that region are being safe, being prepared, and you know, we're praying for you. Because hurricanes are no joke. I used to live in uh, Georgia. Uh, There's a Hurricane Hugo that was supposed to hit us, and it didn't hit us anyway. And... It was scary. I thought it was coming right for us. It's coming right for us. Anyway, so Hurricane Laura brings tornado threat to Louisiana after Louisiana landfall. Lake Charles severely damaged. Uh, heavy rains and winds battered Louisiana Thursday morning as weakening Hurricane Laura roared northward, uh, threatening to spread further damage well inland after slamming the Lake Charles area, causing at least four deaths. The historic Hurricane Laura made landfall early Thursday in Cameron about 45 miles south of Lake Charles. As a dangerous Category 4 uh, hurricane with sustained winds of 150 miles per hour. It's since weakened to a tropical storm. That's what they do when they hit land. They slow down. Oh, excuse me. 
uh, quote, as we wake up today, everyone must remember that threat of Laura, uh, th- the threat Laura poses to Louisiana, Louisiana is ongoing. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards tweeted Thursday morning, quote, stay home, continue to heed warnings and instructions of local officials and monitor your local news to stay informed. The first fatality of the storm in Louisiana was a 14-year-old girl who died when a tree fell on her home, according to the governor. That's sad. Quote, quote what do we... We do expect that there will be more fatalities, Edwards Deputy Chief of Staff Christina Stevens tweeted. Stevens said the girl died in the town of Leesville, located in the Vernon Parish. Vernon Parish. Mm. Quote, that's not, a, that's not along the coast. Hurricane Laura's winds have been very strong as the storm has come ashore through Louisiana, she tweeted. At an afternoon news conference, Edwards said at least three other deaths in the state have been linked to falling trees from the storm. I'm asking that we lift up all these families in prayer, he said, absolutely. As the storm roared through Louisiana, a 133-mile-an-hour gust and an 85-mile-an-hour sustained wind were measured in Lake Charles. A 127-mile-per-hour mile wind gust was measured in Kalasco, these French words in Louisiana, Kalasco. Classy. <laughs> anyway, they had sustained winds of 93 miles an hour, uh, and that was measured around 5 a.m. local time in Cameron uh, on the backside of the storm. In Lake Charles, which took a direct hit, skyscrapers were without glass, while pieces of sheet metal and roofing were seen throughout the city streets. Photo from the Louisiana Office of, uh, Office of State Fire Marshal showed the damage in Lake Charles after the worst of the storm had passed. Storm cha- chaser Stephen Jones told Fox & Friends first, um, that Hurricane Laura came into Lake Charles with just as much fury as it had over the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, it brings that energy with it. Science! The entire city, w- city was severely damaged, he said. And they got a bunch of pictures here, like blown out windows and skyscrapers and stuff like that. It's bad. You know, 152 miles an hour, no joke. Uh, uh, some of the buildings, some of the building may be a total loss. Many roof, many roof off mass of flying debris. Are they quoting people or are they, people are horrible at grammar and spelling. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, There are also reports of some injuries downtown. Flying glass from skyscrapers fell on people and don't know the extent of the injuries, Petrosky said. Uh, First responders dealing with damage in Lake Charles after Hurricane Laura passed over the city now have another problem on their hands. Uh, Louisiana State Police told Fox News that emergency services, services units were on scene and were closing Interstate 10 in both directions for precautionary measures. KABB-TV meteorologist Brad Soder tweeted it was an extremely dangerous situation. Louisiana State Police say, say, said they are responding to a chlorine leak at a biolab chemical manufacturing facility in Westlake. Oh, goodness. That's not good. Ugh. Ugh. You know, all that we build. All that humanity builds, one good hurricane could tear it down. Isn't it amazing? It's the same thing with water. I was talking about Niagara Falls earlier, and he's like, water cut that river, you know, cut through the rock. Same thing with the Grand Canyon. Water cut that. Wow. Amazing element, water. Anyway, so authorities had uh, ordered coastal residents to get out but not everyone did that in an area devastated by Rita in 2005. That was devastated by Rita in 2005. There are still some people in town and people are calling. 
there ain't no way to get to them. Tony Guillory, president of Class Cal, 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 Calcasieu Parish Police told jury, uh, police jury told the Associated Press early Thursday morning. Have you ever been to Louisiana? I have. Everything has weird, hard French names. <laughs> uh, those who rode out the storm described a long night. Brett Gaiman, who lives in Moss Bluff, uh, just north of Lake Charles, said the eye of the storm passed directly over them. He says his house survived, but every other building, structure, and tree on his property is gone. Graham told the AP, the Associated Press, his family is okay, but there's destruction all around them. Thank God they're all right. It looks like a thousand tornadoes that came through. Some of the houses were totally gone. Other videos from the area show roadsides bending, trees shaking violently, and large recreational vehicles being blown over. In Cameron Parish, where Laura came ashore, officials say at least 150 people refused plans to leave, pleased to leave and planned uh, to weather the storm in everything from elevated homes to recreational vehicles. The result could be deadly, the result could be deadly since for, forecasters said the parish could be completely covered by ocean water with an unsurvivable storm surge of up to 20 feet. It is very, you know a lot of Louisiana is like below sea level, right? There's a lot of it especially in New Orleans. So anyway, I, I don't want to keep going. They keep going. There's like, you know, 600,000 electric customers out of, you know, out of service. It's, it's bad. Hope you all are being safe down there. Thank you to all those rescue, uh, you know, EMTs, the firefighters, uh, the police, everyone who's helping, you know, uh, you got volunteers down there. I'm sure I would go myself, but I'm, Ooh, I was about to say I'm busy podcasting. Oh, that makes me feel horrible. Oh, I'm a piece of shit. Oh, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't have gas money. <laughs> That's the excuse. Seriously, though, you people in Louisiana and East, Te- East Texas, be safe. You know, look out for each other, and we're praying for you. All of America is. Speaking of praying for people, let's talk, let's talk about people I'm praying for. Minneapolis, just another city I'm praying for people in. Minneapolis. So Minneapolis stores looted as a mayhem erupts following a gunman's suicide. Ready for this one? The suspected gunman was being sought for a slaying that occurred hours earlier, police said. Yeah, suspected gunman fatally shot himself Wednesday as Minneapolis police were moving in to arrest him for for a slaying committed hours earlier, sparking looting in the downtown area, police told Fox News. The man was with a female at a parking garage around 2 p.m. when they encountered another man, Minneapolis police spokesman John Elder said. The couple got into a confrontation with the man who was fatally shot by the man who was with the woman. The couple fled on foot, but the woman was taken into custody by police a short time later. Authorities searched for the suspected gunman and found him just after 6 p.m. in the Nicolette Mall area, a shopping and dining district in the downtown area. Excuse me. Ooh, burp. As officers approached, he produced a handgun and shot himself, Elder told Fox News. Shot himself. Surveillance footage of the shooting showed the man shooting himself near a group of people. Horrible. Officers did not open fire, he said. Looting inside downtown businesses occurred after the shooting, Elder said, but no details were available. Officers were beginning to make arrests, he said. 
Videos posted to social media appeared to show people smashing windows and breaking into businesses to steal merchandise. Mayor Jacob Fry pleaded for everyone to go home during the news conference. He imposed an immediate curfew and requested assistance from the National Guard. Quote, what we're calling for right now is peace, he said. This destruction and property damage just takes away from that underlying goal. Uh, Police Chief Metaria Arradondo, nice name, Metaria Arradondo, nice, Uh, dispelled misinformation that his officers were involved in the suicide death, saying it was not officer-related. Quote, I will not allow to add more trauma to a city that's still grieving for May 25th, referencing the death of George Floyd, whose death, blah, 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 blah. He said not one officer was injured. He said one officer was injured, but not seriously. Uh, Hennepin County Sheriff uh, David Hutchinson told reporters downtown that deputies were assisting the Minneapolis Police Department. He urged people to go home and obtain the facts of the case before jumping to conclusions about what happened hours earlier. Quote, when the police uh, do things wrong, we need to hold them accountable. But this is not the cause, he told reporters. We, as the police, the sheriff's office did nothing wrong tonight. Governor Tim Waltz declared a peacetime emergency Wednesday night and said that the National Guard and 150 Minnesota uh, State Patrol troopers were being mobilized to assist local law enforcement. Quote, Minneapolis, it is time to heal. We must rebuild and recover. Dangerous, unlawful behavior will not be tolerated, he wrote. The State Patrol is headed to Minneapolis to help restore order. I will remain in close contact with the city and every state resource resource stands ready to help bring peace. Well, as for you, Mr. Mayor, too little too late. I mean, you should have nipped all this in the bud when it first started. It's um this is the point. This is this this story kind of shows the the entire point of all this stuff has nothing to do with George Floyd. It has nothing to do with black people being hunted by the police, which doesn't exist. All right. It's about an excuse to steal shit. All right. The guy shot himself. The guy shot himself. And I didn't read anywhere in that article where it said anything about the race of the, anybody involved. You know, that that thing in the, in the what's it, the Miracle Mile or the in Chicago that that, you know, they there was a rumor that went around through social media that the cops had killed a kid. And then all of a sudden they start breaking into like a fifth, you know, expensive, expensive stores to show their displeasure at how the police are so fucking evil. You know, it's not about any of that. It's not about social justice. It's not about justice for people who are killed by the police. It's about an opportunity to steal shit. You know, guy fell down the stairs and died. Oh, let's, let's riot to take everything we want. So these are the motivations of these people. This is a motivation to, for a theft. It's larceny. It's not social justice. And so that's why, that's why you can't allow these things to happen because criminals hide among protesters. How many times have you seen a movie where some guy's being chased by the cops or something like that and hides in a crowd? <laughs> I think I watched The Fugitive again recently. Lost him in a parade. Lost the cops in a parade. Stole some dude's green hat during St. Patrick's Day. What a lucky, lucky time to be running from the police. That's where, that's where criminals hide. They, they hide among the people. It's just like those terrorists, <laughs> you know, those insurgents in places like Iraq, in, in Iraq and Afghanistan. They hide among the people. They hide among the honest people. 
So what you need to do, you honest people, is go the fuck home. You want to protest? Protest on social media. You don't need to go anywhere to protest anymore. We have the internet. We don't need the post office. You don't need to go to the street corner and hold a sign. You can put a sign out that everybody in the world can see thanks to the damn internet. And if you're going down the street corner to protest, what a waste of time. What a waste of time. Visibility at most is like five miles. If you have like optics or something like that. But on the internet, you can reach the entire world. And if you're going downtown to protest something, no matter what city you're in, if you're going downtown to protest something, you're just an opportunist, if you ask me. You're looking for a chance to break into a Target or a Saks or what else? Like a Nike store. Just to fill your arms with stuff that you did not buy. Stuff that you do not own. Stuff that you do not deserve. Any reason to riot in loot. Guy shot himself. Guy shot himself. <laughs> anyway. Let's go on to this next story. CNN panned for on-air graphic reading, quote, fiery but mostly peaceful protest in front of the Kenosha fire. <laughs> uh, a, lot of, a lot of the conservative pundits have been talking about this lately. And it's, it's, it's rightfully so. It, it, is, it is hilarious. Mm. My beer's empty. What am I going to do about that? Whew, problem solved. Okay. CNN was widely mocked late Wednesday after an on-air graphic that was uh, broadcasted a day earlier went viral. CNN national correspondent Omar Jimenez was reporting live in the early hours on Tuesday morning on the unrest that had taken place in Kenosha, Wisconsin, following a police-involved shooting, the, the police-involved shooting of Jacob Blake. Jimenez was standing in front of a, a raging fire, and the chyron at the bottom of the screen read, fiery but mostly peaceful protests after police shooting. The image, which didn't surface until Wednesday night, sparked jokes across social media. Quote, clowns, irresponsible clowns, not even funny. Months of enabling violence and destruction by ignoring and downplaying it, thereby eliminating any pressure on politicians to take action. Conservative writer A.G. Hamilton reacted. Quote, the most 2020 headline you'll ever read, comedians, the Hodge twins, quipped. I love those guys. You ever served in the military with, like, twins? It's like, I, I, I always said, it's like, in the military, it's like, um, you should probably separate those two. <laughs> you should go to different units. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Save a lot of confusion. Hodge. Yes, sir. <laughs> two guys shout up. <laughs> it's like, Keith. It's like, <laughs> they'll both go, yes, sir. That's just my opinion. I think, I think if you're twins, you should be separated. I don't know if that, that was their experience. I think they're in the Marine Corps. Uh, but I think the Hodge twins, if, if twins join the military at the same time, I think they should be set into separate units just to avoid confusion. Anyway, uh, here's another quote, uh, fire, fiery, but mostly peaceful protest is so absurd that if you, that if it were satire, you'd think it was lazy and unimaginative <laughs> national Republican senatorial committee, uh, senior advisor, Matt, uh, Whitlock wrote quote, the phrase is beyond parody doesn't begin to describe the phrase beyond parody doesn't begin to describe this conservative commentator, Matt Walsh. Wow. There's people who listen to Matt Walsh. That's interesting. Okay. 
New York <laughs> fly. Uh, New York Post reporter John Levin uh, took a screen screenshot of the graphic and put it side by side with an image of the classic Leslie Nielsen comedy, comedy The Naked Gun, where his character, Detective Frank Drebin, attempts to disperse a crowd in front of an exploding building. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. You remember. You remember. You've seen Naked Gun, right? <laughs> I love the internet. Um, many many compared this CNN moment to the on-air moment on uh, MSNBC back in May, where, I almost said back in the day, back in May, where anchor Ali Velshi, Ali Velshi, who was reporting live from Minneapolis following the death of George Floyd, was telling viewers that the situation was, quote, generally speaking, unruly while standing in front of a burning building. <laughs> I want to be clear, this is a quote, I want to be clear on how I characterize this. This is mostly a protest. It is not, generally speaking, unruly, but fires have been, have been started and this crowd is relishing that. Velshi described. <laughs> that sounds like a riot to me. On Tuesday, CNN similarly raised eyebrows with another graphic that, uh, in that graphic, another graphic that graphic initially said, 8 p.m. curfew ordered after violent protests over a police shooting of unarmed black man in Wisconsin. But the message was removed and re uh, replaced roughly five seconds later with, without the word violent. As they took out the word violent. Jeez, Louise. So I, I think that this is the point of, uh, of this. And if you, if you are in any way interested in politics at all, you know, I know a lot of people aren't, but I, I am. And, you know, I, I pay attention to things like the DNC and the RNC. And in the entire DNC and the convention, they met, made absolutely no mention, no mention, excuse me, of these riots, these fiery but peaceful protests. They made no mention of it for the entire DNC. <clears throat> now, all of a sudden, they want to look at it because they realize that it's hurting them by not mentioning it. They, they wanted to uh, put their heads in the sand about this. and now. You know, you can't ignore it because they they are they condone it. They condone it. They want those those Antifa people, those Black Lives Matter people. They want them to create chaos. They want so that they can show to they they think that they can show to the American people. He's like, do you see what Donald Trump has done to this country? He's like, no, Donald Trump didn't do that. A bunch of poorly educated white kids did that. They have been robbed by their high schools. They've been robbed by their teachers. They've been robbed by their colleges. And the only thing they, they've been taught, apparently, is how to LARP in the streets as a 1960s protester. Anyway, let's get into some good news. We've got like two more stories here. Let's get into some good news. Yeah, we've got three more stories. Let's get into the good news. Uh, FBI top 10 fugitive nabbed after honor killings of daughters. Now, I don't know if you remember this a few years back. All right. Yeah. So a cab driver reportedly became upset when his daughters, ages 18 and 17, started dating non-Muslims. A Texas cab driver accused of murder who has been on the FBI's 10 most wanted list of fugitives has been apprehended after being on the lam since 2008, according to reports. Yasir... Yasir Abdel Saeed, 63, of Louisville, northwest of Dallas, reportedly became upset when his daughters, ages 18 and 17, started dating non-Muslims, police told Fox 4 of Dallas. 
on New Year's Day, 2008, Saeed invited his daughters, Amina and Sarah, out to eat, but instead drove them to Irving, where he allegedly fatally shot them inside his vehicle in what was described as honor killings, the station reported. Irving Police Chief Jeff Spivey disagreed with the description. Quote, I don't know how you can use the term of honor and killing in this instant. instance, the chief said. This man, brutally murdered, shot to death his two daughters inside his taxicab. What led him to do that? I think at this point to us, it's irrelevant. The fact that he murdered his two, da- two daughters, the fact that he's been on the run for 12 years, the fact, that, the fact that tonight his flight from justice has ended and the justice for Amini and Sarah begins. That's what's most important to us. John Walsh, longtime TV host of TV's America's Most Wanted, uh, tweeted out uh, the news on Wednesday night. Captured, Walsh wrote. This dirtbag has... <laughs> I'm trying to do a John Walsh voice. This dirtbag has been on my list for a long time. And after 12 long years on the run, we finally see the justice for Mina and Sarah. Great work at, F- at FBI and at Irving PD. <laughs> An FBI SWAT team finally tracked down Saeed on Wednesday in Justin, Texas. Justin, Texas? Do you suppose it's like uh, near, uh, like close to Austin? Justin, Justin, Texas? About 22 miles west of Louisville. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Where they arrested him without incident. He had been among the FBI's te- top 10 most wanted fugitives since 2014, Fox 4 reported. In addition, a brother and a nephew of Saeed were also arrested on federal charges of harboring a fugitive, the station reported. The FBI believes others who know Saeed helped him elude capture, the report said. Meanwhile, other family members told the station they were overjoyed with the news that Saeed has been arrested, Fox 4 reported. Quote, all I can say is there's going to be justice. Justice. Patricia Owens, mother of the victims and former wife of Saeed, told the Dallas Morning News. My daughters are loving, caring, smart, loved everybody, would help anybody. They were, the most, they were two of the most awesome kids in the world, and they did not deserve what happened to them. Saeed faces charges of capital murder. I should hope so. Uh, so here's the thing about honor killings. It's like the, uh, this cop, he was sitting there saying, it's like, I don't see how honor and killing can ever be used like t- that closely together. And um, I guess he just doesn't know a whole lot about Islam. And so um, that being said, it's like my mom always said, it's like, oh, I hope you meet a nice Christian girl. You know, and, and that's fine. And uh, they would, my parents would have been happy if I ended up with a Catholic girl, you know, you know, you, uh, any other Protestant girl, a Methodist, you know, I'm Baptist, you know, so, you know, a Methodist, a, a Lutheran, they would be happy if I, if I fell in love with a Jewish girl, they would be like, eh, I don't know, you're going to convert. And, and it's like, she says, I have to, and I convert to Judaism. They'll be like, all right, fine. That's fine. What they would never, ever, 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 ever do is think that they have to kill me because I wanted to date somebody outside of my religion. And uh, there's very few religions that have any sort of teachings or any sort of of cultural um, influence on the idea that you cannot... uh, you have to date within your religion. And there's a few, there's, they tend to be quite aggressive, quite aggressive religions. Anyway, so the whole idea is <laughs> your daughters came to America. They be, started becoming American. 
starting uh, assimilating within our American culture. And that was just too much for you to bear. Crazy old man. It's like, you know, a lot of, a lot of what America is is based upon the idea that we all have to melt. We all have to be in the melting pot. We all got to, you know, move around, be a little bit loose and friendly. It's like, hey, you're Muslim. Hey, I'm Baptist. Your daughter's hot. You know, <laughs> we're all human beings. I'm not to convert to Islam. So maybe that's the fear. Maybe that's the fear is he thought that, you know, if his daughters were introduced to any other religion, any other religion that has a, a little bit more peaceful nature to it, they might have left Islam. Enough of me bashing on, on Islam. Let's talk about happy things. Let's talk about happy things. How about Home Alone star Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin trolls fans on his birthday? Want to feel old? This is a quote. Want to feel old? I'm 40. <laughs> uh, Macaulay Culkin may have always been a kid in fans' eyes, but the Home Alone star just turned 40. The actor celebrated his milestone birthday by trolling his fans. Hey, guys, want to feel old? Colkin tweeted on Wednesday. I'm 40. You're welcome. <laughs> he teased, it's my gift to the world. I make people feel old. That's my job. <laughs> In reference to his role as Kevin McAllister on Home Alone, the actor said, I'm no longer a kid. Uh, Colkin's fans didn't take the trolling lightly. Delete this, one person tweeted. Dude, you were never supposed to grow old. What happened? The fan asked. Uh, one fan posted a photo of Macaulay Culkin's iconic scene from Home Alone where it's, uh, it's no, the fan captioned in the picture. <laughs> one fan joked, nursing Home Alone, <laughs> which another said, can't wait to watch the wheelchair chase scene with Kevin, Marvin, Harry. <laughs> Anyway, other celebrities joked about uh, Culkin's age, and some just wished him a happy birthday. Thanks a fucking, thanks a lot, fucker. <laughs> Kathy Griffin responded to Culkin's teasing. Kat Dennings tweeted, "Please post your skincare routine. Have a happy one, Gramps." Michael McKeon. Michael McKeon said, "Happy birthday, Mac." Busy Phillips. I just uh. I just want to look up Busy Phillips really quick and look at some pictures of Busy Phillips real quick. Yeah, that's an attractive woman. I mean, she's sexy. There's something about her. She's super sexy, isn't she? It's like pink. You know, pink is like, you're, you're not super hot, but fucking sexy. Anyways. <laughs> so anyone's obviously uh, uh, wishing happy birthday to Macaulay Culkin, and I say happy birthday to you as well, Macaulay Culkin. Um, I do appreciate all that you sacrificed of your childhood to entertain me in my childhood. And I will say this, I thought The Good Son was an excellent performance. That was a really good movie, man. You did really good at that. He was in that, right? Okay. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it your brother, bro? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know you were in it with that uh, Hobbit guy. Hey, at least you didn't grow up into a Hobbit. Way to go, Macaulay. Final news story, just for fun, just to keep us in a happier mood. Uh, Twitter user discovers frolicking. It goes viral. Y'all ever frolic before? 
Feeling down, just frolic around. At least that is this that is what this man has gone viral for a carefree activity <laughs> is doing. Quote, I frolicked for the first time ever today, bruh. Y'all ever frolic before? Why no one ever tell me about this? Twitter user Malik wrote in a post complete with pictures of the pastime. You got to go look at it. At Ashy Malik. Malik. At Ashy Malik. <laughs> I frolic for the first time today, bruh. And these pictures, these pictures are hilarious. These are frolicking pictures. He is frolicking. And it's like, ah, you look too old to have. This will be the first time you have frolicked. The tweet has since gone viral with 39.2 thousand retweets and comments and more than 260,000 likes as of Monday evening. So I'm sure it's more by now. If you're having a bad day, just frolic. I promise you, you'll feel better. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. You wrote in a sweet follow-up post, which he has been also been liked and retweeted. Okay, I do like the story, but when you say he wrote in a sweet follow-up post, that's an opinion, my friend. It's like, no leniency for that kind of thing. That's an opinion. It's not sweet. If you're in a person, you're if you're if you're a person who doesn't who doesn't like frolicking, you don't think that, that it's sweet. Some people don't like frolicking. In his bio, though, Malik admits that he was he is on the platform to tell jokes and lie. So the actual moment he discovered frolicking has not been corroborated. Do we really need a corroboration on this? Anyway. Regardless, his untroubled, candid photo shows the, uh, showing the joys of frolicking have clearly struck a chord with others on the platform. <laughs> Other people like posting, I'm frolicking. They're posting frolicking photos. Frolicking is the GD best. I also love meandering, strolling, and rambling. I'm, I'm, I'm quite partial to meandering myself. I'm not so much a frolicker, but meander, eh, I'll do a meander. You haver? Yeah, you haver. Aren't you Italian? That's like an Irish thing, isn't it? They haver. I like benders. Is that a thing? Okay. Hmm. Even the National Park Service of Cuyahoga, sorry, Valley National Park in Ohio, Ohio, got in on the fun, reaching out to Malik to tell him we have lots of places to frolic. <laughs> Uh, for anyone who needs a refresher, I w oh my God. If you have listened this far, if you have listened this far into my podcast and you don't know what frolicking means, you can go ahead and you can go ahead right ahead and you can go right ahead and go to my patreon.com, patreon.com slash shock monkey radio, become a patron, and you can learn all about my frolicking and get access to all of my video content behind the paywall. You can see everything patreon.com slash shock monkey radio. Uh, you can also send me money via cash app at, uh, what's the, what's it called? A cash tag, cash tag, shock monkey radio, all one word. Same thing with patreon.com slash shock monkey radio, all one word, you know, uh, send me money. You know, I hate to be sitting here begging, please send me money, but you know, I really want to do this for a living, please. So, uh, yeah, send me money, cash, a cash tag app, shock monkey radio, or go to patreon.com slash shock monkey radio. And so the meaning of to frolic, according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, means to play and run about happily, as well as to amuse oneself, make merry. So here's the thing. As simple, as simple as this is, as simple as the frolic 
pictures that they post are. It's very basic for you to keep your sanity in this modern age. All right. Just like I said at the beginning of the show, you know, we're all trying to keep our sanity. And sometimes something as simple as a frolic, a meander, a haver, a bender, a hug, a high five, a smile. All of this stuff is the stuff that keeps us as humans sane. All right. We're stupid. We're stupid, weird creatures. You know, sometimes you need to stuff yourself in a barrel and go over the falls. Sometimes you need to sit on a flagpole. Sometimes you and eight of your friends need to stuff each other, stuff all of you into a phone booth. We're weird creatures, but it's all this weirdness keeps us sane. All this weirdness keeps us sane. So at seven o'clock, we got another show coming up later. This PWO coming on at eight o'clock tonight. So if you're into wrestling, go check them out. Uh, PWO Podcast World Order. They're coming up in about an hour. I'm the Madman. This has been Shock Monkey Radio, and I love you.